Welcome to the Inspo by Jayco Podcast. This is the podcast where we help you find inspiration in the little things so you can do the big things. And now, let's have a convo about Inspo, led by your host, Jennifer Coleman. Welcome back to another episode of Inspo by Jayco. I'm your girl, Jennifer Coleman. My friends call me Jayco and you can too. Have you missed me? It's been a few days. Y'all have to be patient with me. I have started a new job in a new school. I'm still doing the same job. I'm still a school librarian, but I am opening a new school campus this year. And I've only been in my building for about three weeks. And so uh, the good thing is I'm being challenged. The tough thing is nothing is routine as of yet. So it's thrown me off a little bit. I apologize, but I'm here for you. You know, whenever things get tough, I look for inspiration in all the things, little and big, and it helps me do my job. And so I've had to dig deep in these past few weeks because uh, I've been challenged but, you know, in the last few years, I've been smack dab in the middle of a comfort zone. And I knew it was time to grow and change. So imagine standing in a circle and throwing a rock as far as you can. And then standing, going to that place and throwing a rock again and throwing it and going to the next spot. That's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm so far from my original comfort zone. I'm like several stones throw away from my original comfort zone but it's okay I've met new friends I have um, you know I'm starting to build a library up from scratch and so years from now I'll look back with pride on that Uh, it's all good it's all good Uh, but today's episode I wanted to talk I'm calling it inspired by the zero and I'll give you some examples of what that means to me So I have been working really hard at this new school library and I wear a Fitbit on my wrist. It's a fitness tracker and every single day when I wake up, my step count is zero. Now, it's recommended that, you know, healthy adults try to get about 10,000 steps a day. So it's very humbling when I wake up in the morning and I see that zero on my wrist. I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter what all I accomplished yesterday or even the day before. What matters is today. Do it again today. It's that whole discipline bridge, you know. So I want to tell you that wearing a fitness tracker, I personally wear a Fitbit Sense. That's my uh, fitness tracker of choice. Um, When I see that zero, I'm like, let's go come on bring it make it go higher make it go higher and I've learned little tricks how to make it go higher Uh, you know it's different in the summer but in a work day I try to leave school with at least 6,000 steps because I know once I get home four is a doable amount Um, I have different um, routes on my outside uh, walking trails and 2,000 is a short loop 4,000 is a little bit medium loop so I really like it when I can when I come home with eight because then I can do just a quick little trip with my dog when I get home 
And before you know it, I've got that 10,000. And I love it, y'all. I have my Fitbit set. So when I hit 10,000, this cute little graphic comes up and it buzzes on my wrist. And it is very motivating for me to know that when I started my day, it was at a zero. And when I ended my day, it was full and I got my little buzz and my little graphic and I did it. And so every day I'm motivated to remember, hey, it's a new day. You got to do it again. It doesn't matter that you did it yesterday and the day before. What matters is today. So that is one example of how I keep myself motivated to uh, keep up with fitness and it's because of this data tracker on my wrist that starts over at zero every single day. <sighs> Another zero that motivates me. This is a little more painful, but it's still a motivator. Uh, so book royalties. You know, I currently have a picture book out on the market. It's called The Texas Nutcracker. And that is a historical fiction take on the traditional Nutcracker story. My um, Texas Nutcracker is set in 1885 at Fort Davis, Texas, and it follows uh, Centennia and her Nutcracker Prince. And it's a holiday book, right? It comes out at Christmas time in December. So I get royalties from the publisher twice a year, once in December. And once around May, something like that, in uh, middle of May, end of May. Well, my last royalty statement was a zero. I got a statement and I got zero check. I didn't earn enough to. Um, what happens when you um, have a book on the market? It's not like I got paid a big whopping advance. No. Um, I got a little percentage, but what happens is the publisher reserves a chunk of money and they they hold it in an account so it kind of works to buffer if they get a lot of returns like say I did a book signing at a bookstore and they ordered a hundred books and I only sold about 60 well the bookstore might return 40 so the publisher holds a little cushion back for things like that well every time you earn a royalty check it cuts down that little cushion until you zero it out well, I, ha I didn't sell enough to work on the cushion to give me some money. <laughs> so I am definitely not rich from my picture books. I do it for the love of it. Uh, but it sure would be nice to hit a little bit of a payday with something I wrote. Uh, but my last check was a zero. And I was a little deflated. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm working so hard. And I really haven't gotten the big payday. And... You know, you have to sit down with yourself and say, why do you do what you do? Do you do it for money or do you do it for other reasons? And when I got that zero check for zero dollars and zero cents, what did I do? I turned to one of my friends in my critique group and she and I share a publisher and we have the same editor. And so it's just nice to lean on her. And I said, oh, friend. I got a zero check. Remind me why I'm doing this. And then she just wrote back with one line. And it said, because you love it. And she's right. The next day I felt better and it's okay. Um, it just also made me really want to earn for the next check. So, yeah, I might have gotten a check for a zero. But my next check, 
I want a big number in front of that and I want it to end in zeros. So in that way, the zero motivates me in a different way. It motivates me to not give up and to keep going because who knows when my payday might be. You never know. I would like to um, earn out enough royalties to where, you know, I could take a trip or buy new tires on my car or something, something really substantial. So far, it's just bought like a pizza dinner or two. Well, maybe a teensy more than that, but honestly, not much. I'm not a rich and famous author. I do it for the love of it. I do it for the craft of it. And when I write a book, it's to honestly help me um, open doors so that I can write the next book. Because you know what? If you keep on knocking, eventually you'll find an open door. So I feel like every book that I do is like knocking on a door and someday one will open up and it'll be my door so i want to inspire you in that same way if you're stuck if you're frustrated if you haven't moved forward as quickly as you want friend keep on knocking because i promise you'll find an open door if you just keep at it that is my strategy anyway but that zero reminded me okay sister keep on going you know, I had to lean a little bit. Thank, I'm so thankful for my friends and for my cheerleaders. You might listen back to that podcast I did about being a cheerleader. Um, it's so important to find those people in your life and lean on them when you can, but also be that cheerleader when they need you. And I like to think that I am. But uh, anyway, I hit a zero and I got bummed out and my friend talked me back up. And she's right. She is right. My my next yes is coming. And I might possibly have some good news to share with you soon. I hope that is the case. <sighs> anyway, so let's see. Inspired by the zero. I'm inspired by the zero on my Fitbit every morning. That means, it reminds me, keep moving. I'm inspired by the zero on my royalty check. It reminds me, keep going because your payday's coming. And then here's another zero <laughs> talking about the big check that I want to get. I actually have fake written myself a big old fat check and it ends in a lot of zeros. And I feel like if I can see that, if I can actually write it with my hands and see it with my eyeballs, then I can make it come to happen. And I don't know. Have you tried something like that? Have you literally written a, a little fake check to yourself? Like, and it could, that doesn't have to be a real check. I know some of you don't even use checks anymore. I kind of don't either, but I still have a checkbook. Call me a holdover. <laughs> but anyway, it can be a fake check. All right. I heard a wonderful story about Jim Carrey, the comedian, and how much he struggled as a young person in his family uh, with poverty and how um, his he had to take on extra jobs in high school. Uh, I think he worked as a janitor, if I remember correctly. And in fact, he worked such long hours when it was time for high school, he kept falling asleep because he was working so much. Well, who believed in him the most was Jim Carrey's father. And he was like, son, you've got something special. And he would drive him to comedy gigs. And uh, I heard that Jim Carrey wrote himself a million dollar check. 
and he's he just kept his eye on the prize I think I think in the story I heard he put it on his mirror or something which is actually a good idea because if you think about it after you brush your teeth in the morning what do you do is you look at your face or at least I do I bet most people do so he had his check for a million dollars posted where he could see it well you know what happens Jim Carrey went on to be very successful he had some movie hits and it led to the next thing it's like knocking on the open doors he did one thing it led to the next thing it led to the next thing and before you knew it he did have that million dollars and uh who was his biggest cheerleader his dad then I heard his um father passed away and of course it affected Jim Carrey very much broke his heart he was so thankful for all the support his father had given him and at his funeral Jim Carrey put that check for a million dollars in his father's casket oh I love that it's so symbolic like you made you know you because of what you gave to me dad look what you you know your support gave me the successful future that I now share and I just thought that was lovely so I think of that sometimes um it doesn't matter your roots it doesn't matter where you came from as long as you work hard you keep believing you lean on your cheerleaders and you give thanks and you show gratitude then I believe that anything that you dream is possible and inspo by Jayco today is to remind you friend that it is possible so don't be bummed out by those zeros be inspired by them Thanks for joining us for Inspo by Jayco. Keep shining your light so others can find their way, and we will see you next time.